Hello, and welcome to episode 18 of Not For Thought, a podcast channel designed for psychonauts and psychonautics. Today, I was thinking we would discuss um, preparing for your first LSD trip and um, some of my experiences with LSD, some suggestions I have aside from your first trip, and yeah. That's that's the main topic today. Sorry for talking so much about Shambla and concerts. I mean, I'm not really sorry because I'm so excited. And I'm going to talk a little bit just at the end so that anybody that doesn't care can just leave the video when I start to talk about it. But I'll save that just for the end. Um, yeah, man. So, hope everybody's having a good day today. Um, it's about 11 o'clock my time, and yeah, I'm in a pretty good mood. I'm going to talk about acid, dude. I think this is the first time that I've really talked a lot about acid on this channel, LSD, I should say, um, because something I found out while watching the Shambhala videos uh, on Psych Substances channel. I found out that there's, like, a ton of different kinds of LSD. I mean, I know that there were, like, I've heard of different kinds, like, I've heard of drug dealers talking about, like, oh, yeah, needlepoint acid and, like, these different kinds of, like, strains, basically. But I didn't know that there were differently structured forms of acid, but still, uh, still acid? Like, there's fucking... There's a ton. Like, this one dude listed off, like, four different kinds of LSD. Fucking Alad. Yeah. Alad. ALD-52. Yeah. ALD-52, also known as 1-Acetyl-LSD, is a chemical analog of lysergic acid dilamide. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I don't know how to say any of that. I just butchered, like, every other word. It was originally discovered by Albert Hoffman in 1957, but was not widely studied until the rise in popularity of psychedelics in the 1960s. I don't know, man. I've only ever heard of just LSD. ALD-52 was, like, a new one for me. I hadn't heard of that. <clears throat> and who knows? I might have taken it before without knowing it. Because it's just a different kind of LSD basically and then there's also Alad also known as 6 Alil 6 Nor LSD is a psychedelic drug and an analog of lysergic acid dithylamide <laughs> it is described by Alexander Shulgin in the book Tykal which I really need to fucking read dude any psychonauts out there that want a good read and haven't heard of it yet Tykal, T-I-H-K-A-L, by Alexander Shulgin, talks about countless acid, or, um, psychedelic drugs and experiences, and it's pretty weird to fucking read. I've only read a little bit of it, but it is strange. I'll add, it is synthesized starting from Nor-LSD as a precursor using allele bromide, as a reactant. Yeah, I don't know what any of that means, but I know that it means it's different from regular LSD. <laughs> Dude, I don't understand it. 
and Alexander Shulgin discovered so many fucking psychedelics. Holy shit. Oh my god. To the point where, I mean, he just created basically an endless list of psychedelics. It's a little overwhelming. Um, but anyways, so I just thought that I would bring that up really quick. There's more than one kind of LSD. There's different different kinds, which maybe, I, I don't know. I haven't done a whole lot of research on acid in the past, and I just, I would have thought that I would have come across something like that a lot sooner than years and years after I started doing psychedelics. Anyways, so getting into your first, your first uh, LSD trip, um, I would definitely recommend doing it with people. I guess I should say that this is more of just preparing for LSD, but definitely this goes for your first time as well. Um, doing it with the right people is so fucking important. <coughs> yeah, doing it with the right people is so fucking important. I can't stress that enough with acid because you're spending what uh, what could be up to um, 12 hours of really intense tripping. You want to be with the right people that even if even if something bad happens you're with the right people to where it can easily just be like brushed away and you can move on with other things you know if you're with people that are going to be dicks or make a big deal out of something that's not a big deal you're not going to have a good time man it's it definitely happened to me the first time that I did acid I did it with people that I was actually really close with but they I don't know, they were, I think that they were just not the best friends at the time. I don't think that they were, like, necessarily going through anything. I think that they were just, like, looking out more for themselves. And they were kind of taking advantage of the fact that I was willing to supply drugs for them. And instead of treating me like a friend, they treated me as, like, a drug dealer, basically. And I don't know. It just wasn't a fun experience for me the first time that I did acid, and, and I didn't really trip that hard. Um, yeah, I remember, like, not seeing anything visually. I do remember it was a fucking weird night, even though it wasn't with the best people. It was still a really fucking crazy and weird night. It was very bizarre. I watched Kill Bill. I was with, like, what, four people, I think? It was, yeah, it was like four people, and one of my friends put on fucking Kill Bill, and if you've ever seen Kill Bill, I think it's the first movie. I can't remember if it's the first or the second. I should know this, because I've seen both movies a million fucking times. Um, but, like, in the first fucking scene, the main character, the main character um, gets, like, shot in the fucking head, and she's pregnant, and it's really gory and gruesome. If you haven't seen Kill Bill, it's really, really good. I fucking love Quentin Tarantino. He is an amazing director, but I do think that it's a little much to see on acid, especially your first time on acid. And if you've never seen it before, which I hadn't, seeing a, a female, a pregnant female get shot in the head is a lot. I, th I remember jumping, like, at the scene... Oh, God, I, I'm trying not to spoil too much here. I'm not really spoiling much, because, like I said, this is, like, one of the first fucking scenes. Right? 
I think it's one of the first scenes in the first movie. I'm pretty sure. Anyways, yeah, she gets... This lady gets shot in the head, but there's like a little bit of build-up behind it, you know? It's not just like a guy walks in and boom, girl gets shot in the head, you know? There's a little bit of build-up behind it. And that build-up just like really put me in the zone, especially being on acid and we were smoking weed too. So I was like into this fucking scene, right? And then, you know, the gunshot is really loud and dramatic and pretty fucking gruesome. Yeah, it's a lot on acid. I'm getting sidetracked here. But <laughs> it was fucking intense and kind of scary. I didn't honestly enjoy that. But the rest of the movie was so good. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Kill Bill is fucking... This is probably where I fell in love with Quentin Tarantino's filming. Because Kill Bill is just shot so fucking well. Especially the second one when she's being trained by this... Um, I forget where exactly he's from, but he, he like trains the main character and it's so fucking cool, dude. Oh my God. It's such a badass film and amazing on acid, honestly, on psychedelics. It's, it is intense and you should know what you're getting yourself into. Like maybe watch the first scene, maybe watch a little bit sober and then go for it on acid I don't know anyways really really good but also kind of a little bit much at the same time and like I said I wasn't with the best people and it was a strange night man it was a very strange first night but then fast forward to like my second time to an acid I decided it was my birthday I think I guess I should title this fucking podcast random stories of me doing acid <laughs> Because this is hardly helpful. But this is a podcast, I guess. So, obviously, I'm going to go off on some rants and stuff. Um, anyways, the second time that I did acid, though, I drove all the way to Denver to meet up with some fucking random dude that I had, like, bought weed from one time. Anyways, I got the acid. I drove all the way back. I had to, like, make up an excuse that I was going to hang out with some friends when really I was just going to get drugs, which was a little sad, actually. But I didn't care. I wanted to trip by myself. Um, and, yeah. I was just like, fuck it, man. It's my birthday. I want to do something fun. I think I was turning 17. Oof, I don't know. I can't quite remember. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways... So, yeah, I decided pretty late at night that I was going to drop the acid. And it was fucking insane, dude. It was way crazier than the first night. To the point where I'm not even sure if I did acid. I think if I did, I did one of those different kinds of acid. That's not actually the, your usual LSD. I think I did a, a funky version because it was fucking insane i've never had an acid trip like that again it was so fast and crazy it's almost what i would imagine insanely high amounts of molly would be like even though i've actually never done molly but i, I don't know it was just like it was just bonkers there was no pattern there was no spiritualness to it it was just crazy out of the world visuals that were just so fast and like i was looking at this picture of yoda smoking a bowl i'm sure there's a ton of stoners out there that know what i'm talking about if you haven't seen it if you look up yoda smoking a bowl i'm sure or hitting a bong 
I'm sure it'll pop up. But anyways, I had this as my home screen, and it's like he's like sitting and he uses his lightsaber to light the bowl. It's actually a pretty cool picture. But his eyes, when I was tripping, I remember just like. I remember them just going in and out like crazy. I remember them enlarging to like three times the size and then shrinking back down and turning into an oval, into this giant oval shape and then shrinking back down in like this really, really fast-paced way. It was fucking nutty and that's why I'm like, I don't know if I did regular acid. I don't even know if it was acid because it was fucking crazy. I mean, it was on a piece of paper. I took it like acid. I mean, I don't know what else it could have even been. It's just that I've never had an experience like that again. And it was almost like it wasn't even fun. I mean, it was, but it wasn't. It was just bonkers, dude. And, and every time after that, every time I've done acid after that, I've had some really, really intense experiences, but the, it's never been that fucking crazy where it's just like... I can't even keep up with the visuals, you know, it's just so bonkers and nuts and it didn't have any sort of a psychedelic feel to it at all, except for, I don't know, it was just crazy hallucinations, dude. It was weird. Anyways, that's probably why you should test your fucking drugs, dude. I would definitely recommend doing that, and yeah, because I'm not, even now I'm still not sure that that was acid. Anyways, um... So back to kind of preparing for LSD. Like I said, your mindset, your mindset needs to be right. Oh man, I didn't take a hit of weed. All right, you should join me if you're into smoking. You should take a hit of weed with me. If not, just to hang out for a second. Damn, I can't believe I forgot about that. Well, <sighs> that's what it is, I guess. So, um, yeah, dude, acid is, is intense. It's 12 hours long. I mean, up, it can, it depends on how much you're taking. I've had acid trips that have been, like, uh, as low as, like, 7 or 8 hours, and then I've had trips that have been up to, like, 16 hours, depending on how much, and, yeah. Acid's a strange drug, man. Don't fuck with it. Don't, don't take it lightly. Definitely don't take it lightly. And, um, yeah. But as for people, you know, I've had other people that I've tripped with and had really, really good times with on acid and on shrooms. But, um, yeah, I guess it just takes time finding those people and making sure that you're comfortable with people and that, you know, that they're not gonna fuck with your vibe and, and whatnot. So, yeah, I would also say that, like, it's really, really spiritual drug, too. I feel like people don't talk about that as much with with acid. And I, I personally think that some of the most spiritual moments I've had on psychedelics have been with acid, you know, and DMT as well. But um, acid just, like, I had some really, really profound moments on acid. It was so easy for me to, like connect to spiritual ideas and mythologies and stuff like that when I was on acid and yeah I felt very very spiritual and I, I felt like it broadened my my ideas and my my spiritual thoughts a lot when I was on acid um, and for like a while after you know it wouldn't just be when I was on acid but it would be like 
weeks after even, I would still have these spiritual moments and thoughts. Um, yeah, acid was very interesting when I first started doing it. Yeah, just try to stay positive. I feel like with all psychedelics, it's pretty easy. You just gotta stay positive, man. I mean, it is very easy for like the slightest little thing to completely ruin your experience, but I think just learning to let those things go is, it takes a little bit of time, but once you start to get better at it, it can be pretty fucking easy to kind of just move through those negative feelings and remain positive and, you know, if you are with people and you're remaining positive and you're spreading good vibes, usually other people pick up on that, especially on psychedelics, it's almost inevitable. Um, and yeah, so just, just spread the good vibes and you'll probably be returned with it as well, if that makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I think it's impossible to have like a completely positive experience. I mean, it's not impossible, but I think, it, it, you know, when you're talking about a trip that lasts, you know, eight to 12 hours there's a chance that you're going to have a moment or two that's going to be negative or where negative emotions are going to wash over you or some outer force is going to cause you to have a negative moment. Um, and I think going into the trip aware of that is important and it'll help you to move past those things, you know. Anyways, um, so outside of the mindset, the setting is obviously so, so important with acid cover your walls man cover your walls with the trippiest shit you can fucking find <laughs> that sounds so hippie but dude just trust me because <clears throat> i remember having nothing on my walls before i did acid and then afterward i was like throwing tapestries on my walls and trying to make trippy artwork and just doing all sorts of shit to enhance the look of my room and really have more to look at because I remember like I think my third or fourth time doing acid I've done acid a lot keep in mind and in, in total I've done acid I don't know how many fucking times um, but like my third or fourth time I remember looking at a completely white wall but it had like it had texture to it actually I think I've talked about this I feel like I've talked about this on one of my podcasts anyways it had this like texture in the wall so it wasn't just like plain flat wall it had texture in it and i remember tripping on acid and seeing uh, like watching this movie of this like fucking monster it wasn't scary at all it was really really trippy and interesting to watch but i just remember seeing this like monster like slowly emerge out of the texture in the wall and then all of a sudden like six arms spread out of it and then its face where its hands would have come out from its fucking face like sprouted out from all of these spots where its hand would be it was fucking trippy dude and it was this like never-ending movie of, of stuff like that happening on my wall and when i when i sobered up the next day i think that was the moment where i was like I gotta put shit on my wall, dude. If that's what I see without anything on my wall, like, what the fuck am I gonna see with things on my wall? So, that's just one of my recommendations, you know? I have a tapestry of Shiva. I have 
um, a tapestry of a Pink Floyd thing with a bunch of shit surrounding it. I have another tapestry of like these shrooms and another one of this astronaut and a Jimi Hendrix one. I have all sorts of tapestries. I also have a ton of artwork as well. Um, my own artwork, I have comic books, I have posters, all sorts of shit. Um, I also have like these hanging shrine kind of things. I don't know if shrine's the right word, but like, yeah, I have these like prayer flags that are kind of going around my room and then I have this like dangling square or cube thing. I don't know, man. <laughs> Just put a bunch of trippy shit around your room. You'll enjoy it, I promise. You won't, you, you'll thank me. You won't regret it. Um, and I think it just adds a more pleasant atmosphere too. You know, maybe that's just me, but having, walking into a room that's like completely bland, it has nothing on the walls, or it has like one framed piece of abstract art on the wall, and then the rest is just like white and boring. I don't know, I find that to be very unpleasant, especially on psychedelics, you know? And I'm in a studio apartment that, I mean, my friends have, like, made fun of me because I have just about every inch of my room covered on the walls with with stuff. Yeah, my friends have made jokes of, like, yeah, about 90% of your walls are covered. <laughs> and they're not wrong. I mean, so much of it's covered and, and stuff. It just feels like it makes it so much more homey in here. <laughs> and... Yeah, it's also just nice to look at, even sober, it's nice to look at all all the different artwork and stuff that I have on my walls. It is definitely overwhelming, but I like it. Um, so yeah, I would suggest being at home and just setting up an area that you know that you're going to be. You don't need to go, you don't need to go anywhere. Unless you're at a concert, which, uh, maybe I'll talk about that for a second, but I would, or, or camping. If you're in nature, but I think that can be kind of scary, depending. Um, yeah, I think at home is best. Just if you're like, if you don't want your parents knowing that you're doing that kind of thing, you know, maybe just set up your room. That's what I did when I was when I was younger and still living at home. You know, I would just set up my room. I would make sure that like my parents were in bed or basically not going to bother me the rest of the night. And then I would set up my room to where I could smoke weed. <laughs> like I would, you know, do the old throw the blanket at the door. I shouldn't be teaching people how to get away with, with stuff. Um, but I would, <laughs> I would throw a fucking blanket, you know, at the, at the bottom of my door to make sure that no smoke goes through there. And then I would like light an incense or some shit and have a fan blowing out my window and yeah, that's how I would smoke, and it did not work. It, I got caught so many fucking times. I got caught by my dad, because my parents were divorced. But I got caught by my dad alone, probably, like, once a week, smoking weed, dude. Like, he would walk into my room all the fucking time, and he'd be like, smells like weed in here, dude. And I would just be like, oh, that's that's weird. <laughs> that's, I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> Anyways, um, Yeah. Be, be careful if you're in an environment where you're worried that you're gonna get caught or in trouble maybe just don't do it <laughs> maybe just don't do drugs or wait until you know that you can like I had a time where I did so much I did three tabs of acid I've talked about this on on the podcast before so I don't talk about this too much but 
my whole family, my dad left for the weekend with a bunch of people. And so I had a whole house to myself, basically. And I ended up doing acid, a ton of acid then. And I didn't have to worry about anybody bothering me, you know, which was amazing. But I, uh, yeah, I would just recommend doing it at a time and a place where you're not going to be worried about people bothering you or getting into trouble or anything like that and yeah um as for nature you know it depends man you know i knew people in high school that would like go up to the mountains that would like go up to the mountains and for a day you know and and they would do shrooms in the mountains and then come back down and i I don't know i felt like that was kind of i i don't know i mean nothing against it it just seemed like so much work to spend a couple hours driving up to a certain location, drop shrooms, wait a couple hours, well, wait like an hour or two for it to hit, stay up there possibly all fucking day, and then drive back down. Like, this is a full day experience that you'd have to start probably pretty early in the morning. I don't know. It just doesn't sound that... It sounds... I feel like if you're going to trip in nature, you should do it to where... You're, you maybe you're like camping or something that's my suggestion i feel like making it like a day trip or a night trip is kind of a lot of work and might end up working against you might might totally opinionated (laughs) um yeah i think nature is super fucking trippy though dude i mean i constantly hear about my friends telling me about like oh yeah i've talked to plants and i've talked to trees and all sorts of shit. I constantly hear about people saying that they talk with plants. It's never happened for me, but it sounds pretty cool. And not only that, but just like looking, I don't know, nature has so many layers and I don't know how to explain it, man. You look at like, you look at a building and I feel like it's, I don't know, if you're on acid, everything looks fucking trippy, dude. But nature just has an element to it that's so bizarre and I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, it's so fucking hard to, for me to explain, but it just feels like, like trees, for example, have so much to look at, like the texture on the bark and all the layers of, of, uh, sticks and, and stuff in the trees. It's just gives f- for a really trippy effect. Um, anyways, yeah, nature is very interesting and nature i feel like has a spiritual element to it at the end of the day though i mean just make sure that you're comfortable man just make sure that you're in an area where you're comfortable and that's that's what's going to be best and that's why i was like concerts i feel like are probably an exception because usually people are in really good moods and spreading good vibes not to mention there's lights and music and it makes sense that a lot of people like to do drugs at concerts. It totally makes sense, especially music festivals too. Yeah, but you gotta be careful with that. Like, definitely don't, I would recommend not taking a drug that you haven't done before and at a concert. I've heard kind of horror stories about about people doing things like that. And yeah, just know what you're getting yourself into. And if you are gonna do psychedelics, definitely prepare for it in advance and i would suggest having somebody in your group that isn't doing drugs that isn't doing at least psychedelics just to keep an eye on everybody and if you do have to leave 
you have somebody that can hopefully get you home. <laughs> or Uber. There's always Uber, too. Always Uber. Um, yeah, I haven't done a whole lot of psychedelics at concerts, but I have talked about it on previous podcasts, so check those out. Um, yeah, man, just definitely check out different music. You know, try not to stick to what you're used to. Maybe think about branching off a bit and listening to some some different music. I don't know. That's what I tried to do when I first got into uh, really tripping hard on acid. I experimented with lots of different kinds of music. You know, that was when I first really got into Spongle and some other fucking crazy bands. But yeah, just think outside the box a little bit when it comes to music, you know. And yeah. Yeah, so just some more things to keep in mind with LSD. Um, like I said, it lasts 8 to 12 hours, man. It doesn't seem, it may not sound that long, but it fucking is. I've had times where I've wanted to fall asleep so bad. There was this one night where I, like, I wanted to fall asleep. It was, like, fucking 9 in the morning, and I had dropped at, like, 8 or 9 o'clock the night before, and I was still tripping, and I was so fucking over it. I was I was just ready to go to bed, and so I literally took sleeping pills, and then I basically vomited those sleeping pills back up because I hadn't eaten anything and was up for 12 hours straight. And yeah, so I basically fucking vomited sleeping pills up, and that was kind of scary on acid, because I was like, am I fucking dying? Um, yeah. So, prepare for early, you know, drop it, keep in mind, expect for like the longest trip, you know? Like, if you're, if you're dropping, like I did, at 8 o'clock at night and you're expecting to be asleep by 8, 8 in the morning, that may not happen. And I definitely was not happy. I had a pretty miserable experience, actually, then. Like, the, the rest of the night wasn't so bad, but when I wanted to go to sleep and couldn't, that fucking sucked. Yeah. And um, in my experience, I've heard all sorts of different things, dude. Everybody has different experiences, but for the most part, in my experience, I've heard that acid is more intense than shrooms. In my experience, that is 100 million percent true. (laughs) I haven't had, visually, I haven't had that crazy of anything happen on mushrooms besides like two or three out of the hundreds of times that I've done shrooms. I've only had a couple of nights that were, like, visually crazy. Um, And every time I do acid, even in somewhat low amounts, I can still have pretty crazy experiences, except for that first time that I did acid. And maybe, like, one or two other times. But almost every time I do acid, it's really, really crazy visually and mentally and physically. Yeah, it's, it's, it's intense. But I have heard lots of different things, you know. I've heard some people are the other way around, where they've had crazy, crazy experiences with shrooms, and then acid has been much more mellow for them. Yeah, I've heard much different things by different people. It just depends. I guess you got to kind of figure it out for yourself. Yeah, for me, like I said, I've almost never had a visually like I haven't hallucinated anything all that crazy ever on acid or on shrooms on acid I've straight up like seen movies on my wall when there was nothing fucking there and shrooms the craziest thing that I've seen was like some colors waving off of a tree no joke <laughs> um it yeah affects people 
differently, everybody, and especially when you're getting into more serious drugs, more intense drugs, that's when it can really start to affect people differently. Yeah. Um, I've had some physically painful experiences, and that's actually why I don't do acid anymore. I want to. I want I want to go at it in a different angle, you know. I kind of want to try it at a concert surrounded by people and lights and other drugs. Um, yeah, and maybe I won't even do acid when I, like for Shambhala, for example. Um, I really want to try maybe some different kinds of acid because... I think that there's going to be lots of quote-unquote party favors um, that are going around the festival, so I think it'll be easy to get. I really, really, really want to get my hands on some 2CB. That would be a fucking dream come true if I was made, if I was able to find some 2CB. And I'd do some looking, you know. It's fucking Shambhala, and I'm not... That's... It's states... It's a whole country away in a way for me like why why shouldn't i just let it out man get get what i want do what i want and having a fucking amazing time um anyways i back to the painful part with acid i i've had really really bad headaches that's mainly what it's been is it i'll all of a sudden just get these horrible fucking headaches it i remember one time i was hanging with my friend doing acid and I remember telling him, like, the whole night, different things of, like, I feel like I'm getting my head crushed, and I feel like somebody's ripping out every little hair on my head. And I remember him, like, giving me a hard time for it a, a little while later. He was like, oh, dude, that was just in your head. You were making that up kind of thing. And I was like, I think that really fucking pissed me off. Uh, that was, like, the moment where I was like, this guy might not be the person to do psychedelics with anymore. But... Um, cause it, that shit was not in my head and I've talked to quite a few different people that have had the same experience. It's different for everybody. And that's what really pissed me off was that he didn't really respect that. Like drugs are different for everybody. And he was sitting right there listening to me, like going through hell one night on acid. And then to have the audacity to tell me that I had that in my head was really, really fucked up. Don't be that kind of person. If you do, you're probably not going to have a whole lot of friends to do psychedelics with because that's not nice. <laughs> um, especially when you're there. Like, I could understand if I was just telling him about it one day and he was like, man, that was probably just in your head. I could almost understand that. But for him to be there with me and seeing me and hearing me going through these painful experiences and then to say that it was in my head was pretty fucked up because it wasn't in my head. I promise you right now. I mean, I, I was I was in pain. I was I was in making it up, or some shit. You know, it was it sucked. It was a miserable, miserable night, and that happened a couple times, where I would have these headaches and just really physically painful experiences on acid, and that's what's led me away. It didn't happen for the longest time, though. I think it was the more that I did it, the more I realized what it was doing to my body. Maybe I don't know. Or maybe it was actually doing damage to my body and my, I was starting to notice. I honestly don't know. But it led me away from doing acid pretty permanently. Um, this was like maybe two years ago, two and a half years ago. 
and I haven't done acid since, and I haven't had much of a desire to at all, because it just hasn't been fun. It's been really painful. I've had lots of amazing, fun experiences, really spiritual, and acid completely changed my life um, in lots of different ways, but it was definitely something that I had to take a step back from, and yeah, I'm very tempted to go back to it and try it at somewhere like Shambhala, but it would be a very, very rare occasion and very circumstantial. Not to mention, I would probably still take it kind of easy. Like, if I got a couple tabs from somebody, I would probably, like, cut up the tabs as much as I could and basically try to microdose. Because I don't want to have a miserable experience. I don't want to get a bunch of fucking headaches and painful experiences that prevent me from um, enjoying what I'm at, you know? And that's where I'm like, I would definitely want to try 2CB and maybe some other drugs that I probably shouldn't mention on here yet. <laughs> um, yeah, just stay positive, man. It, I know that's easier said than done, but I think that, yeah, just keep a positive mindset and and you'll probably have a pretty decent experience. Um, yeah, I kind of rambled on and talked about a bunch of different experiences. Yeah, if you're still here, thanks for listening. I guess this might be kind of a long podcast, huh? It's going to be a long one. Um, yeah, I was going to talk a bit about Shambhala, because I'm guessing most people aren't listening anymore. <laughs> and for the few people that are, maybe they're actually curious about Shambhala's. Because um, like I said, I really want to try some different drugs there, dude. Yeah, I don't know what it would what be like trying to find those things, but... We'll see, we'll see, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to make a little vlog. I really respect Dr. Otto Flowers' vlog and um, a couple other, like, psych substances and videos and some other things. You know, I have respect for those, so I don't want to seem like I'm trying to copy them or take their ideas or some shit. I don't know. So it's not going to be, like, super professional. I'm going to let them do their thing and bring my own kind of style into it of just like lazy vlogging with minimal amounts of editing basically <laughs> something like that i feel like it's going to be more for me to look back on than to like post on on the channel um but yeah i'm thinking i'm gonna start to make videos we'll see i don't know i, I keep being like oh i want to make a video but then i'm like i could just talk about it at the end of the of each podcast um instead of like making a hundred videos and then putting them all together when i actually go and, and come back anyways so yeah they're releasing the lineup today at 12 and apparently 90 percent of it of uh of the tickets are fucking sold out 90 percent i'm not surprised and I'm glad that I'm looking into this now, but I'm really worried that I'm not going to have the money to buy. I would buy a ticket right now if I had the money, dude. I actually tried to last night in insufficient funds. <laughs> um, I mean, I knew that, but I was like, maybe it'll let me go over. Maybe it'll let me go over my balance. No, it did not. And I'm worried that they're going to sell out. 
I really want to go and I don't want to have to go through the trouble of like paying probably extra money to get a ticket from somebody selling it like the selling it themselves you know and it has to be like under your name and yeah I don't want to do that I just want to buy it I just want to make it easy and buy the ticket now off of the website the legit way instead of having it like transferred through some random stranger and having the chance that they like steal all my money or something I don't know there's the chance that I might be able to find it for cheaper after they sell out but I doubt it I'm sure that all the tickets that are being for resale are gonna be like really fucking expensive that would make sense right why wouldn't you sell your ticket for like extra there's gonna be people that'll buy it I'm sure like me if I don't have the uh, if they're sold out by Friday because that's when I'll buy it that's when I'll buy my my ticket because you can actually split it up into three payments and I think I'll do that and only pay like I think it's like 142 or something like that for each payment and you do three of them but yeah I was thinking I would definitely do a vlog of probably just closer to the event I keep wanting to be like like today I wanted to make a little video of like what's up guys just like an intro video but I'm like this is months and months away I think I'm a little ahead of myself this is five months away yeah so it's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit and I don't think there's any point in doing it. I'm just gonna keep talking about it at the end of, of the podcast I think for now and then I'll shut the fuck up about it on here and just make a video start start compiling start making a bunch of like little videos and compiling them together into into a little vlog for for me and you guys um yeah man i want to try i want to try all the drugs i'd really like to do acid i'm thinking so my plan is to leave i keep changing it and i'll this is this is just as of now but i'm thinking i want to leave wednesday night or sometime on wednesday preferably like i want to work on wednesday and then leave after work but we'll see we'll see uh what my job is like then and yeah but my plan is as of now i think i'm gonna leave like wednesday night get there thursday night party for a little bit set up all my shit party for a little bit and then i can enjoy the full day friday full day saturday full day sunday and then leave i'm thinking kind of early on monday so yeah like Thursday night I'll probably I probably won't do any drugs <laughs> probably won't do anything Friday I'm I want to I want to do either shrooms or acid and then I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna um turn a little bit of I think I'm gonna make a cartridge and oh fuck that's dangerous hmm. we'll see I really want to bring some DMT with me because <clears throat> I don't think you can buy it there but I don't want to be carrying DMT. I don't want to bring anything across the border. Because I've seen people explicitly state that you can get party favors, drugs, <coughs> at the festival. So there's no need to bring anything across the border. But I'm like, DMT? Are, there, are people just going to be t selling DMT vape cartridges? I fucking doubt it. But I'm sure there'll be some people there. So maybe I'll just have to find them. <laughs> I don't know. Well... I don't know, man. We'll see. I guess that that's not necessarily needed. It's just, I feel like it would be fun 
to be on like a decent amount of shrooms, chilling at a concert, going hard, and then being able to like take a little puff of DMT. Nothing too crazy, but just just a little poof. I know that that's kind of abusing the drug, which you definitely shouldn't do with DMT, but if you're only doing it on a very, very rare occasion, and at something like Shambhala, I almost feel like it's okay. In my opinion, totally just my opinion. Um, yeah. But it would be also nice to try 2CB if I can find that. Um, I'd like to do acid maybe the second day or 2CB. It depends on what I can find, you know? But then Sunday, I think it would just be really stupid to do any serious drugs. Maybe 2CB on Sunday, maybe acid on Saturday. Only because I want to get to sleep. Well, fuck, I don't know. Because I'm like, I'm going to want to party on Sunday night. And there's no way I'm leaving right after I party all fucking night. Because if I party all night, I'm going to need to be on drugs. Not, I don't need to be on drugs, but in order to stay up, it'll make it a lot easier. And then leaving, obviously, you don't want to be on drugs or fucked up in any way. Yeah, I guess that there's still a little bit more planning that i got to figure out on leaving. Because I really want to stay there for Thursday, or for, I think the most important days are Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I don't think that there's much ever going on on Thursday. Or, yeah, there's a little bit going on on Thursday, but I don't think that there's much going on on Monday, like at all. I think that's pretty much when everybody's leaving, and I'd like to leave at like a slightly earlier time than everybody else. But I think to do that, I'd have to actually sleep on Sunday night. Which isn't gonna fucking happen. So that leaves me with, I guess, just leaving at the same time as everybody else. Which I guess is okay. It's just probably gonna take fucking forever to get out of there. Which sucks. I don't know, maybe I'll have to ask some people. Maybe I should ask some people about their experiences when they leave the festival. And when would be the best time. I'm not sure. But yeah, dude, 20 minutes. 20 minutes they're dropping their lineup. I'm so excited. I feel like they're going to sell out, man. Wish me luck. Uh, let's hope that they don't sell out before Friday. And if they do, it's going to be a pain in the ass trying to find a ticket. I'm sure that I'll be able to. I think I'll just have to spend more and a lot more time getting it instead of just going to the website, buying the ticket, and having it emailed to me. I'll have to find somebody that's selling tickets, probably pay extra, and figure out how to get it transferred to me. It's such a pain in the ass. Whatever. I'll do it to get to Shambhala. I'll do it to get there, man. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Um, I guess I'll end that here. Um, I, I said at the beginning of the video that I was going to talk about preparing for your first LSD trip, and then I just talked about different LSD stories and kind of preparing for the trip. So, yeah. I don't know, man. Thanks for listening. Um, yeah. This has been Not For That. Have a nice day.